my fellow Americans and great patriots of this world. Do you really know what it means to be free? The definition of freedom is the understanding as either having the ability to act or change without constraint or possess the power and resources to fulfill one's purpose. That's what true freedom, freedom is, where you have the ability to determine your life, not a government. That purpose is and can only be given to you by God because he created you. He knows your purpose from the day you were created. This is a quote from Ronald Reagan. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. That generation is now here. They have no clue what freedom really is. They are completely dependent on the subject of the government. God gave us life and the ability to choose. We must trust in him to have freedom. No man or government has the ability to give us freedom ever. Only sinful tyrants. Only sinful tyrants. They have no ability to give us freedom. Only God has that ability. They will never, ever give you freedom. Like millions of citizens across the globe, Canadians, Australians, Frenchmen, Americans, I will fight constantly for the God-given freedoms of all people. So the ultimate question to you would you fight to the death for your God-given freedoms? After this show, you will know why we must continue to fight for freedom across this globe, not just America. You must understand that today you may live in an absolute perfect place. But eventually, the tyrant government will take it away from you, but God has given it to you. So listen to this video from Ronald Reagan explaining exactly what freedom is. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land, we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. The price for this freedom at times has been high, but we have never been unwilling to pay that price. 
Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. Each one of those markers is a monument to the kind of hero I spoke of earlier. Their lives ended in places called Bellow Wood, the Argonne, Omaha Beach, Salerno, and halfway around the world on Guadalcanal, Tarawa, Porkchop Hill, the Chosin Reservoir, and in a hundred rice paddies and jungles of a place called Vietnam. Under one such marker lies a young man, Martin Treptow, who left his job in a small town barber shop in 1917 to go to France with the famed Rainbow Division. There on the Western Front, he was killed trying to carry a message between battalions under heavy artillery fire. We're told that on his body was found a diary. On the flyleaf, under the heading, My Pledge, he had written these words. America must win this war. Therefore, I will work, I will save, I will sacrifice, I will endure. I will fight cheerfully and do my utmost as if the issue of the whole struggle depended on me alone. We must realize that no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. It is a weapon our adversaries in today's world do not have. It is a weapon that we as Americans do have. Let that be understood by those who practice terrorism and prey upon their neighbors. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. Like many people across this globe, we are Americans. And we will fight for liberty, not just in this country, but across this globe. We've been doing it for over 200 years for a purpose. So why does freedom actually matter? Why do we not just bound down to the tyranny and let the government take care of us in our daily lives like so many communist countries do? This is from Aon J. Scoble on April 13th of 2016. What if I told you that some people were better than others? I don't mean better at tennis 
or better at singing or better at math. I mean, just a better breed of a person entitled by nature to exercise authority over you. I'm guessing you would reject that claim, possibly even find it insulting. I would join you in rejecting it, and that's one of the ways to understand freedom and its importance. When an 18th century thinkers said things like, we are natural, free, and equal, this is what they had in mind. If no one is natural, entitled to power over me, then I am a natural, free person. Being free is the sense of importance because it means the power relation can only be justified consensually. When someone else says, you must obey me and submit to my authority or I will harm you, it's right for you to notice this as a unwarranted aggression. Something strange happened along the way, though. The response to the kings and the tyrants ended up missing its own point. We do not concede or consent to the authority. We will govern ourselves. But what does governing ourselves actually mean? There are two ways to think of this. A lot of people think that self-governance means a majority rule, a democrat process. But it's not clear at all that is preserved of our natural equal freedom. Rather that submitting to a king's power because he claims a natural moral superiority, we are not compelled to surrender our autonomy because some larger number of people say so. The rationale is that the majority is always necessary. Absolutely not. Yet this is a freshman level logistics fallacy. But there's another way to think about self-governance. Not as a majority rule, but as a social order that arises from the peaceful interaction of free people. Both theory and history show that self-ordering cooperative systems emerge when people are free to pursue their ends and interactions with one another. These systems include both prosperity generating features like the market and responses to predators. This is called common law protecting us. Freedom is important because it allows us to be ourselves and to work together while maintaining autonomy together as a people. Freedom is important because it opposes 
It's detrimental to our well-being and inconsistent with our nature. When we're being suppressed, when the government crushes us, stops our businesses, whatever it is, it is no longer your decision to be free. It is the tyranny that is coming upon you. And you can continue to accept that. Or we can understand that we are actually human beings created by God to make my own determination on this planet how I'm going to live my life. That's what freedom truly is. The ability of a person, not a government, to tell me how to live my life. So what is freedom? Listen to this clip, this video, and hopefully you'll get a better understanding of exactly what freedom really is. What is freedom? Is it allowing others to decide what's best for you while this is how they live their lives? And this is how you live yours. You, I, all of us are defined by something far greater than the material, far greater than our skin, gender, or race. That you, I, all of us are defined by our individuality, by our very soul created under God as divine and unique. That we as individuals have power over ourselves and our actions, and that despite the risks, we have a fundamental right in this great nation to stand tall and make those choices. But despite our differences, we can take a step back and live and let live and see that through it all, we all want the same. Our loved ones safe and fed and cared for. Our fundamental ability to express our views, dreams, and hopes unchallenged by accusations and hatred. And most of all, censorship. And to drown out the voices seeking to divide us and to face our own hypocrisy. Please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Biggest terror threat in this country is white men. I'd like to punch him in the face. The only modern Western democracy that I can think of that said anything close to this is the Third Reich, uh, Nazi Germany. And sadly, we have forgotten that freedom was never free. That freedom was a result of great sacrifice. And we sit today with the great realization that freedom, despite all its greatness, can be taken in an instant. 
the greatest achievement of the American people was the realization that freedom was worth fighting for. So what is freedom? Freedom is more than a moment, more than a single action. Freedom is greater than any single idea. Freedom is everything. Patriots, this is the gunny, and this is the Patriot cause. The Constitution was actually signed by the forefathers on September 17th of 1787. Even after this signature process happened, they realized that there was a lot of freedom clauses that were not presented in the Constitution. Thus, they had to come up with a convention to create the Bill of Rights. And the Bill of Rights in New York on Wednesday, the 4th of March, 1789, was signed that solidified what God has given us in a document in the United States. That is why the Constitution of the United States is so powerful, not only in our country, but across the globe. It has been used multiple times in other countries to stand up and protect the rights of the citizens of those countries. I'm going to read you the preamble to the Bill of Rights to have a better understanding of why the forefathers decided that we have to actually put the rights in the document. Not just that we are a free country against tyranny from the English king, but the rights of an actual country standing up in this world. And that's what the Bill of Rights is. So this is the preamble on 4 March 1789. The conventions of a number of states having at the time of their adopting the Constitution expressed a desire in order to prevent misconstruction or abuse of its powers that further dictatory and restrictive clauses should be added and an extending the ground of public confidence in the government will be best ensure the benefits ends of its institution. This is the resolve 
by the Senate and the House of Representatives of the United States of America, and Congress assembled two-thirds of both House concurring, that the following articles be proposed to the legislators of the states. Yet understand that they drew this up and then they sent it out to the states. The federal government had no power to approve this. The states must approve this as amendments to the Constitution of the United States. All or any of which articles, when ratified by three-fourths of the said legislators, state legislators, to be valid to an intent of purpose as part of said by the Constitution. And so articles, in addition to an amendments of the Constitution of the United States of America, proposed by Congress and ratified by the legislators of the states, the states have the power, even today, pursuant to the fifth article of the original Constitution. The federal government is completely out of control, but the Constitution of this great nation gives our states the ability to kick back with us as Americans to resolve what is going on in the tyranny of this country. And it will happen. Trust me. So, I'm going to read another article to you. Waving goodbye to an America we all know and love. This is from Ed Brado on The American Thinker. And this was January 6th. And he puts it this way, which it makes understanding freedom more simple when it comes to our government and what our responsibilities as citizens are. My generation believed in the United States. We believe it is respect for the individual. It is constitution. It is statues as the only benign superior history. In other words, the constitution is the historic document of forming this great nation. In other words, we believe in American exceptionalism. Traditional American values are worthy of a passionate defense, said author and TV commentator, referring to these values as the American project, author of Coming Apart, Charles Murray, defined it as the continuing effort to demonstrate that human beings can be left free as individuals and families to live their lives as they see fit. Coming together, community, voluntarily to solve their joint problems. That's why we have local governments. That's why we have local jurisdictions in every state. If you boil it down, what makes our society unique in world history 
is to respect according to the rights of the individual citizen. The Constitution was written as a restraint of the power of the government to interfere in our lives. That's what freedom is. We are the government, not the government. The people are the government. And unless we decide as the people of this great nation to give them the power which we have done, which this generation has done, then the control leaves from the people. It has been taken from the people to this tyranny government. And the only way to correct it is through the people standing up, local, state, federal, to use this document, use the God-given rights that have presented to us so that we can continue to be free. If we do not do this, I don't care who you vote in office, doesn't matter who you think is going to change the swamp in D.C., it will never, ever happen until the American people stand up, use the Constitution, and, more importantly, the God-given rights that were given to us to be free people. We'll be right back. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Where the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away
singers joining him in this great song. Finally, I'm going to talk about losing our freedoms. It's happening in front of you, and some of us don't understand that. And I, for one, want to do everything I can to show my children and my grandchildren what freedom really is. I'm going to read a prayer from a pastor in Kansas State, the state of Kansas. Pastor indicts Americans for our wickedness. And absolutely true. And all of these links you can go to the show notes to get the original source that I'm talking about. This prayer was given in Kansas at the opening session of their Senate, and this was April of 2020. It seems prayer still upsets some people. When Pastor Joe Wright was asked to open the new session of the Kansas Senate, everyone was expecting the usual generosities. But this is what they heard. They were expecting, you know, the general, thank you, Lord, protect us, let us do the right thing, all that. But this is what he said instead. Heavenly Father, we come before you today to ask your forgiveness and to seek your direction and guidance. We know your words say, Woe to those who call evil good. But that is exactly what we have done. We have lost our spirit, equilibrium, and reserves of our values. We confess that we have ridiculed the absolute truth of your word and called it pluralism. We have exploited the, the poor and called it lottery. We have regarded laziness and called it welfare. We have killed our unborn and called it a choice. 
we have shot abortionists and called it justifiable. We have neglected to discipline our children and call it building self-esteem. We have abused power and called it politics. We have covered our neighbor's possessions and called it ambition. We have polluted the air with profanity and pornography and called it freedom of expression. We have ridiculed the time-honored values of our forefathers and called it enlightenment. Search us, O God, and know our hearts today. Cleanse us from every sin and set us free. Amen. The response was immediate. A number of legislators walked out during the prayer in protest. In six short weeks, Central Christian Church, where Reverend White is the pastor, logged more than 5,000 phone calls with only 47 of those calls responding negatively. The church is now receiving international responses for copies of their prayer from India, Africa, and Korea. Commentary Paul Harvey aired this prayer on the rest of the story on the radio and received a larger response to this program than any other he has ever aired. The prayer of Joe Wright is the horrifying truth of America. Paul Harvey is not with us today, but he understood what evil was. He understood what was happening in this country. But see, America's strong. It always has been and it always will be until Americans, the people that live in this country, give up to the tyranny that is being presented to them. As long as we understand the God-given rights of an individual to be self-sufficient, and progress in life based upon what God has given us and not what the state, the tyranny has given us. Then and only then, with the great prayer and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the God that created us, can we change this country? I'll be right back with the closing statements. I spent a lot of long days working hard in this town. My 
Boss on my ass, the sun beating down Mama and daddy, three kids back at home My wife and my best friend, the dog and the bone Ain't always happy, times ain't always good Still pray to the good Lord for the roof and the food And that we can live here in this place The good old U.S. way So chase all your dreams, don't let life bring you down You got one life to live and you'll live it right now one day at a time, do the best that you can Go love on your mama while you still got the chance Thank the good Lord you're living today In a place like this The good old U.S. of A It's because of the brave A lot of good men have died So we can keep it that way It's American dreams It's American pride To know my family is safe When we lay down at night That's why I stand Put my hand on my heart When old glory waves And our anthem starts Blessed to live here in this place The good old U.S. of A So chase all your dreams Don't let life bring you down You got one life to live And you're living right now One day at a time Do the best that you can Go love on your mama while you still got the chance Thank the good Lord you're living today In a place like this The good old U.S. of A Thank the good Lord you're living today In a place like this Good old U.S. Bay In a place like this The good old U.S. Bay Welcome back, Patriots. This is the Gunny, and this is the Patriot Cause. I want to give you a, a final word. There are 256 million 18-year-olds and above in this country. And we've seen millions of people across this globe. Million plus in Canada, million plus in Australia, maybe two million. But can you imagine if only half of the 250 
six million people in America stood up, showed up, spoke up, local, state, and federal, the impact that we have to change the tyranny of our country. That's what we must do. We are free people because of God, not because of a country, not because of a government. We have got to stand up. When is your line of departure? What will make you get off the couch and do something no matter what it is, march in the streets, talk to your legislators, run for office, run for the education board, run for a state office, become a legislator. What is it going to take for you to understand that we must do these things? to save this great republic. I ask you to save and send this podcast and this video to all your friends and family because they may not understand why freedom is important and what freedom really means. I fought for freedom in this country for 20 years and I was trained and believe in the Constitution and the military people that trained me in our military understood that and we know that we're in dire straits not across the globe but right here in our country. Thank you very much for listening to podcasts. Share it far and wide. This is The Gunny.